Hello friends and folks, and welcome to another Scanline Talks from, appropriately enough, Scanline Media. I'm Six Detmar. And I'm Jennifer Uncle. And we are here to talk about the Yakuza series, and sort of also the general studio, the Ryugakotoku studio, um, and its its output. I feel like this was specifically sparked by us picking up Judgment, though this isn't like a Judgment review cast. But also, you know, we've been playing some of the other uh, Yakuza games as we've been going. I guess I've played all the ones that came out in the States except for Dead Souls. I didn't play Dead Souls. Or, mm, no, just Dead Souls. Um, you've played Zero and Kiwami, is that right? My first exposure to Yakuza was uh, Yakuza 3 when it came out as a PlayStation Plus bonus. But uh, I pretty much stopped after there was a tasteless sexual assault joke and about mm. one of the secretaries and uh, from there i think that I, was five actually i think that was five actually oh really okay yeah but yeah after that i stayed away for several years and then um around the time yakuza zero came out everyone kept raving about it so i ended up playing it dropped it came back to it a year later and uh ended up enjoying it a whole lot when i came back to it and uh, other than that, the only other Yakuza I've played is Judgment. I have Kiwami downloaded as part of a PlayStation Plus thing, but I haven't played it yet. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Yeah, so I've been a fan of this series since uh, since 2 on the PS2. Um, and it's been interesting to see the arc the, the series has gone through. Um, I, originally <laughs> I originally picked it up because I got a demo disc for PlayStation 2. And it was pretty late into the PlayStation, um, but there was a video, like, it was one of those ones where they had, like, you know, a couple playable demos, but mostly videos. Mm-hmm. And the one for Yakuza 2, there was a video demo for like, Yakuza 2, which basically just consisted of a, a cool-looking dude hitting people with bicycles. And I was like, I want to play that game. <laughs> 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 just, uh, which, you know, true to true to the series' history, throughout throughout all of of the Ryugakotoku games... Uh, Kiryu hates bicycles. He just he just has a has a vendetta. Yeah, bicycles, traffic cones, uh, the occasional electric sign. He, whatever you got. Yeah, whatever's on the street that you can pick up theoretically, he will pick up and hit someone with it. So at this point in uh, in Japan, obviously there have been more of these games in Japan than there have been here. I would like there are actually kind of a bunch of different threads, right? You've got the main line, which is Yakuza one, two, three, four, five, six, zero, and then the remakes Kiwami and Kiwami two. Um, you've got Dead Souls and Online, which are both spinoffs. Um, Online's like a free to play phone game. We're probably never going to talk about it again in this podcast, <laughs> or maybe ever again anywhere else. Um, we have the Krohyo uh, games, 1 and 2, which are spinoffs on the PSP, which uh, translates to Black Panther. Um, and then it says, like, the full title is, like, Black Panther, Like a, like a Dragon, New Chapter. Um, they're just, like, you know, like a, a, a punk who gets in some trouble. Um, I suspect those ones are never going to get localized. PSP games, so... Yeah, there's also one that takes place in uh, the feudal period. Um... There are actually two. Oh. Uh, there's Kenzan and there's Ishin. So Kenzan, uh, both of these are going to be characters you know, actually. They look just like 
I like that's like oh this is clearly like Kiryu's ancestor like you see the way they're rendered it's like oh this is just a Kiryu right <laughs> um but Kenzon which was uh PS3 and I think it may it might have been a split no Ishin was the one that was split or Ishin um uh Kenzon stars uh Miyamoto Musashi you may have heard of Musashi before um the supposedly the greatest swordsman in the history of Japan <laughs> Um, and then, uh, Ishin, you may be amused, uh, takes place chronologically, uh, about 200 years later, uh, starring, uh, Sakamoto Ryoma, who you may know from, from, um, I'm, I'm blanking on, I, I, that name, uh, Haku, Hakuoki, he's oh, remarkable right. Hakuoki. Yeah. yeah, him. Mm-hmm. So, uh, it's, it's kind of funny that you're playing as these two like like legendary historical characters uh and they're both just like <laughs> what if they were actually kiryu um i think that's very funny um and then you also have of course uh judgment or judge eyes as it's known in japan uh you have the fist of the north star lost paradise which is basically a, a yakuza game only it's set in the fist of this north star universe and stars uh kenshiro i've I've played the demo for that one, and it didn't strike me as a very good game. Yeah, I hear that one's a little rough. Um, you got Binary Domain, of course, they made. Yeah, I, I love Binary Domain. Pretty pretty different from everything else on this list. <laughs> and then re- recently announced, we have Yakuza 7. Um, well, Ryugaga Toku 7, or in America, it appears, judging by copyrights, that it will be called Yakuza Like a Dragon. Hmm. Which brings us to the first interest, I think, interesting topic of discussion, which is this: what do you do with this brand here? Because in Japan, you know, Ryugagatoku, which just means like a dragon, right? And it's just a general, like, I mean, there's a lot you can do with that, right? It doesn't specify a time period. It doesn't specify an an occupation. It's just like, this is sort of the attitude of these games. These main characters are fierce and and proud like a dragon, you know? Yeah. Um Kiryu's even called the Dragon of Dojima. Mm-hmm. But then you have like you know, here in the United States, you can't call ju- you can't call it Yakuza colon judgment. The main character is not part of the Yakuza. It kind of ties their hands as as far as like and I feel like the the game as far as I could tell suffered for it. Like I talked to people at work um, who, you know, weren't like, aren't like super hardcore, you know, games people, but they were like, I was like, oh, you know, that like judgment was on sale. And I was like, oh, that game's great. You should pick it up. And they're like, oh, and I don't know anything about it. And I'm like, it's by the Yakuza people. And they're like, oh, it is. And it's like, they had no idea. Yeah. And, uh, hopefully if it's not selling too well, ho- hopefully they find a reason to, I-, I hear that they're planning on making sequels to it. So hopefully those find their way over here somehow. I hadn't heard that, but I am I am pleased to hear that. Because um, I feel like there's we're at a point where this brand, at least at least for the states, there's kind of we're at a, a branching point. Because um, yeah, we've we've mentioned uh, Kenzon and uh, Ishin, and between uh, interviews and like some polls they've conducted, uh, some surveys, it seems like they're thinking about bringing those over, which is going to be a job. I tell you what, but it would be sick. They should. Um, 
We mentioned the PSP ones. We're never going to see those. It's fine. Like, if you really want to, I'm sure you can find a, a fan or just learn Japanese and play. Don't don't worry about it. They're not that good. Um, PSP games. Listen. <laughs> um, but with this new with this new one, like calling it Yakuza Like a Dragon. Um, like first off, they're getting rid of the number. Does it feel like they're trying to, I don't know, like reestablish the brand's identity? Do you think they're going to try and make the, like, like, is it going to be like Phoenix Wright, Ace Attorney to Apollo Justice, Ace Attorney, where we're going to have new games like, like, I don't know, Judgment 2, Like a Dragon? Um, I'm not, I don't think we're going to have Like a Dragon as a subtitle for any of the Judgment games, but I do think that they're seeing this as an opportunity since A... From the looks of things, Yakuza 7 is turn-based instead of the freeform combat that was in the other games. And B, it's a situation where, for a series like that, it doesn't have the benefit of anyone jumping in at the late into the numbered of se- late into the title number of that series. Like with something like Final Fantasy, it's established everywhere that. You pick up a Final Fantasy, and no matter the number, it will be completely different, and you don't need the previous ones. And Mm. that also goes for things like sports games and things like that. But I feel like seeing something that's story-heavy have a 7 at the end of it makes you think, oh, I gotta play the first 6 before I can get into this. And that's a bit of a commitment. Sure, that's fair. I mean, we even had, when Zero came out, we had people looking at Zero... And saying, well, where do I start? And it's like, it's literally called Zero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's, 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 a, that's something of an established precedent for video games, too. Like, there's Resident Evil Zero, and that's the prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, like, I feel like the Zero is, is meant as a trope to indicate, like, one, if you're a fan of the series, this is, like, backfill. But also, if you're not a fan of the series, this starts out with the world not established yet so you're fine and yet you still had people being like uh, should i play uh, three first and you're like no what look at numbers <laughs> uh, yeah so the other thing you mentioned um is that since since like a dragon ak7 we should just call we're gonna call it seven on this podcast for the sake of convenience i think yeah totally um is gonna have that turn-based combat and, and they are talking about doing sequels to Judgment, it feels like maybe we're at a splitting point where it becomes kind of like two parallel series, maybe? Because, obviously, Yakuza 7, it's like, it's another, it's a new character, but um, it's very much a Yakuza story, right? It's It's a member of the Yakuza who goes to jail for his patriarch. His patriarch's like, shit, we're in trouble. And we, one of our... I... I my limited Japanese, I couldn't tell who did the murdering, but he's basically the patriarch's like, somebody in our clan did a murder, and that's bad, and the cops are on to us. And the main character's like, that's no problem. I Listen, boss, you've been so good to me, I will go to jail for you, no problem. I'll do the time, it'll be great. And the boss is like, oh, you're such a, oh, you're such a loyal, you know. And he goes off to jail for 20 years, and he comes out, and the boss is like, oh shit, I thought you were dead, and then shoots him. And like, what happened in those twenty years? You know, that's it's a it's an incredibly yakuza setup, um, and it's not that judgment doesn't have 
those elements but the focus on like detective work and like the tailing mechanics and the investigation stuff it definitely feels like one of those studios games and in the same setting but it has a very different aim you know yeah like there's the family that you're working with or against through various parts of the story is a family that's a subset of the main yakuza family the one that kiryu was in and Mm -hmm. it does have elements like that but something i noticed between yakuza zero and judgment is yakuza zero is much more about the inter intra yakuza corruption and uh power jostling while for the most part the bigger story of judgment is about uh government corruption Mm mm-hmm so it's an interesting position, and I feel like like it makes it interesting because judgment has its different like like perspective on on the world, but then in a mechanical sense, judgment's going to be the one going forward that plays like a traditional yakuza game, whereas seven, as you mentioned, is going to this turn based combat, and so it's kind of like the two like what are you here for? Are you here because of the yakuza combat, and that way maybe they can lure you into judgment. And then if you're here for the Yakuza, like, style of, like, you know, organized crime conspiracy stories, then they can do the turn-based combat and learn more people in that way. And I feel like they're they're drawing two, like, very clearly different paths here. Yeah, and I haven't been with the series for a long time, so I can't say this with total confidence, but it feels like it's been a long time coming because... They've been releasing so many Yakuza games with the exact same play structure for a very long time. Like, the past few years alone, it with the addition of both uh, new entries to the Yakuza series and remakes, it's been back-to-back-to-back of the exact same play style and formula coming up. Even when stuff like uh, Fist of the North Star. So, it, it, it seems like a good time to shake things up i agree with you but on the other hand i mean like you take uh i mean like would you say the same thing about a western series right would you say and not like in general but i mean like specific example like they made the same call of duty for a long fucking time yeah i probably would say the same thing about western games because uh the the thing is the thing that makes it like that for me is the release schedule being so thorough and consistent because the same thing happened with Assassin's Creed. They kept putting out a new Assassin's Creed game every year, and eventually people were like, fuck this, you need to change things. And so they did. Alright, I just wanted to I just wanted to establish that we were on we were on we were we were being fair here. Um So going back to judgment, I guess I'm curious, like, I ha- you have finished judgment. I have not yet, right? Mm-hmm. Um but it, I got the feeling, at least at first, that it was more of a small-scale story than Yakuza tends to tell. Do you think that's fair? Not at all. No. Like by okay. the time <laughs> by the time things are by the time things are starting to wrap up, it's a gigantic. It, the things that are moving around are seismic within Japan. All right. Well, so much for that idea. Um. Huh. I should. I should. I've been so busy lately with all the games. I should really get back to that. I guess, like, what I don't know. To me, 
the things that make Yakuza Yakuza, the things that I've identified with this series, it's like the, you know, obviously the writing and like the, the melodrama, right? Mm-hmm. I think it's, um, I do think not necessarily Kamurocho, but like the way they, they've rendered that environment, right? The way they have like small, dense urban environments that are very, I feel like, I think about the fact that like, like if this was a GTA game, if you ran in front of traffic, you'd get hit by a car and that just doesn't happen in Yakuza because that's just not interesting to them, you know? Yeah, like most of the time, the streets that you're going through don't even have cars on them. And if they do have cars, they're parked. Mm -hmm. Or, I mean, in Judgment, at least, you can go in places where there are, like, moving cars. But, like, if you, like, run in their way, they just stop. It's like, no, that's not, it's not interesting to us have the moment where you, like, get crumpled over the hood. Like, that's not what this game is. Um, So I feel like they have this, like, they they work really hard to make... And for all of all of you know the the classic comparison of course is GTA back in the day when Yakuza One came out they were like it's the Japanese GTA which is not true um, and part of the reason it's not true among many is the fact that GTA is really interested in sandboxes um, it's interested in this idea of like look at this this like playground for you to to mess with right. Um, and Yakuza wants to portray settings where your character lives. And you're, like, you have options as to what to do, but it's the same as, like, like when I go downtown into my local town. It's like, oh, there's this restaurant I like to go to, or, oh, I could go to this movie theater. and I'm, But, like, I'm not gonna, like, run into the middle of the street with a rocket launcher. Like, what? Why, why would I do that? I live here. Yeah, and that's reflected by the way people react when you start shit in front of their shops or in their shops, too. Like... You can, at least in judgment, throw people through the windows of a fast food joint and after the fight for the next, I don't know, 20 to 30 minutes, they'll refuse to serve you there because you broke their window. So why would they let you buy food there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I think there's that that, that feeling of like, I, I would even say community because I also feel like that's emphasized in a lot of the like the side quest writing in these games where you're helping people with their problems on a usually a small scale not always but like definitely always always feels intimate like there's one quest in uh yakuza zero that is, is a is a really a great one it's just you having a conversation for the most part where you sit you're playing as majima and you sit down with a guy who's trying to establish the new tax code and he's like i don't know what seems fair and you're like i mean you should probably tax the rich people He's like, yeah, you're right. That makes sense. <laughs> uh, there's just this very like like neighborly feeling to the games, and I feel like those are the elements that you need to keep going forward. And I'm I'm curious, like, what else you feel like? What else could they do within this space and still make it feel like Yakuza? Like, what are the elements to you that you feel like need to be there? I think it's this interesting clash of both goofy storylines and humor while also knowing when to get serious. And it's it's a vast cavern between some very bureaucratic, nitty-gritty drama details and then, say, hiring a, hiring a chicken as one of your um, landowners, more or less. And uh, 
it's one of those things where it it knows how to be goofy for the most part without being outright uh shitty or offensive and that's something that uh that's something that differentiates a lot from something like gta and that's also a thing it's had to learn right yeah like i mean you mentioned the beginning but like yakuza 5 pretty early on has some some really shitty like misogynist and fat phobic comedy that in the re-release they're doing they have cut out because they're like they, and they've been open in interviews being like yeah we thought this stuff was funny at the time and we got feedback and we realized it was shitty so we're not doing it anymore mm-hmm. that, that's um, something that i think that's something that comes through through the stories as well like there's through that sense of community it feels like the developers have a sense of community with the people who play their games as well and mm-hmm. it, they're very much the fantasy that they sell is very much the idea of this uh, gang that treats the place that it lives in as uh, home and it the people that uh, live among them as uh, valued members of the community. And mm-hmm. it, it feels like through making games constantly with that same ethos, it's bled into their development practices as well. One of the other things I wanted to talk about is sort of like as as a larger representation of of Japanese culture, and obviously they can only speak so much. You can't be like you can't pick up a copy of of Yakuza Five and point at it and say this is what the Japanese think. That's no, that's not how this works. Um, but like when you sh- when you take examples of of games made in other regions, you see like reflections of of the way they think about like ideas differently than us. And one of those I feel like is I mean center to the Yakuza games is their ideas on, like, crime and criminal justice, right? Yeah, I'd say so. Like, uh, they treat treat jail time as much more serious than a lot of our games, too. Or getting in trouble with the police is much more serious. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm I'm curious, as a person, like, I've had a... One of the things that has been a struggle for me, uh, like, like... Okay, peek behind the curtain here. Uh, we're recording this on uh, August 30th. Today I picked up Astral Chain, right? And that's a game where you play as a cop. And I've been thinking a lot recently about how that feels different between, like, you know, the the America and Japan. I can't say the the West and the East. That's way too broad. But, like... In America, people generally, at least people who are playing games these days, are not, like, big fans of the police. Um, and I am curious, like, what you think of how they portray the police in these games and what, like, what that says? I don't know, like, I, you know, one of the things that has been hard for me, like, watching anime or something is, like, watching uh, My Hero Academia where the police are just always like this nice presence that's here to help. And I'm like, no, that's not true. (laughs) What is this? You know? Yeah. I think that Yakuza is more, it's more closely aligned to the way that uh, Americans may see police, at least you and I, in terms of uh, how good or bad they are. Because the sense I get from the Yakuza games and uh, Judgment is... The way that things move forward in their world and in their society at large is by reaching out as part of the community. Like, that's why there's a lot of stuff in Yakuza 0 and 
from what I've heard, other Yakuza games where you're doing a lot of community work, you're helping out the homeless, you're you're basically spending more time with the people. And I'm going to say this without spoiling anything in judgment, at least the best of my ability. One of the things they hammer from the very beginning is how unfair the criminal justice system is there. Like, uh, a ridiculous rate of convictions for most cases. And the best cop in the game is a crooked cop who basically sells information. And that, that's the best cop in that game. And mm. the further you get in, the more you realize, oh, there are some really awful people on the police department here. And, uh... Judgment in particular feels like its its main ethos, uh, its main message is bureaucracy and these systems will not save us, our community will. It's interesting because in uh, like Kiwami 2, which is of course a, a remake of Yakuza 2, so it's hard to know... F- like, it's hard to know in this instance, what I'm about to talk about, how much it is a reflection of, like, who they used to be as a, as a staff, because, like, obviously, I'm about to talk about a character and a plot thread that is at this point quite old, right? Um, and, you know, it could be like, okay, here's what they thought when they were making Yakuza 2, and by now, by the time of Judgment, their thoughts are just different. But one of the central characters of Yakuza 2, and therefore Kiwami 2, is a, uh, a detective who is like chasing around uh kiryu and kiryu keeps helping out because the tech detective is kind of getting caught up in his shit um and she's portrayed as being like sometimes a little careless but ultimately a very good person who's out to do like justice and they're they have a very positive idea of her of her justice right mm-hmm. and, and there is a there is one prosecutor that judgment likes and that's that's the main character, y- Igami's uh, former girlfriend. Mm-hmm. But for, but for the most part, it's it's mostly interested in the the good of the people and the good of prose- and the good of defense attorneys, people who are looking to help other people, however it co- however much it costs. I guess I would say the difference between at least their perspective, as I could tell, and and my own, is that. Yak is a team. The 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 Ryugakotok team team seems. Oof, I'm tongue twisting myself. Uh, seems to think of it as being like good people get involved in these systems, and then the systems turns them often into bad things. And it's like some people are, are able to endure that, but the system sort of is the fault, right? I could see that for sure. Like even in Yakuza Zero, there's a crooked cop with a similar arc. Like mm-hmm. he, at, he at some point got a reputation for helping out a lot of people, and that helped him get entrenched. And later on within his career, he started doing things like opening up underground fighting arenas and uh, fucking around with prisoners and things like that. Whereas I feel like my perspective is more like there are good people in like criminal justice and law enforcement. But by and large, the people who are attracted to that kind of life are people who are bad people. Is that it? It is, it is attractive to people who are shitty, because they want that kind of power, right? Mm-hmm. Either it's a power trip thing, or increasingly, it's a neo-Nazi thing. I mean, neo-Nazi is a power thing. It's the, it's the same thing. Um, 
that's there's you know i there's that i can't i'm not gonna get the cool right but basically like a a loss of privilege privilege is seen by them as oppression right that's how they that's like oh wait the fact that i'm no longer like getting extra special treatment means i'm being oppressed and therefore it's a loss of power and they want their power back i'm not exactly the person to sit here and and talk too deeply about (laughs) the neo-nazi politics i'm not an expert but it all just goes back to power you know yeah like system of a down says some of those who work forces are the same that burn crosses no, that's not System of a Down. That's Rage Against yeah. the Machine. Yeah, I was like, I was like, wait a minute, that does, that's not. Hmm. Oh, I'm getting my rock bands mixed up. My bad. Oh boy, no, that was that was fucking Green Day. No, <laughs> Green Day would never cowards. Um, yeah, so I guess I'm I'm like I want to see more of these games going forward. I want to see sort of like how like I hope that through judgment and and hopefully the following judgment games they can sort of continue to consider this line of questioning because if judgment's more about the government side i feel like it's more about the way people how people how bad people get into power and how they use that power and make the system bad um and i would love to see them explore that more i want to see this studio become radicalized by their own work um and then I guess I'm comfortable with Yakuza 7 and the following Yakuza games becoming a little more ridiculous, I guess? I don't know. In Yakuza 5, you, you fist fight a bear. That's pretty ridiculous. But, like, I, I think I think it'd be cool if, like, I want them to not compromise on talking about politics and so I would prefer personally if like they had if they have two series if they had one series where they were like okay let's get really po- po- like critical of politics the socioeconomic status and the other one they didn't mess with it because I feel like a lot of the times they split the difference and I wish they just went whole hog in one direction or the other. I think that some levity is necessary for some of the more serious stuff but on the other hand you have missions like in Judgment where you're chasing down a man called ass catch him who is uh grabbing people's asses and uh running away and he's powered by his erection and it's like okay maybe we should just step back and rethink some of this right and rethink putting it right next to this uh heavy political drama about uh about diseases and things like that yeah i mean i'm not saying don't do any jokes in in judgment but like yeah, know what kind of know what kind of jokes are are appropriate for that sort of thing, you know? Like I I enjoy like I don't know, I enjoy the people at at Yangami's former law studio giving him shit. That's fun. That's good like like not like jokey joke, but it's still like it's enjoyable like levity given the gravity of the thing. Less so, yeah, like beat the man powered by boners. Um that's less fun for me. Yeah, I, I think my favorite gag in Judgment was uh, th- there's a bit somewhere near the middle where they in- they investigate an intra-office uh, mystery about what happened to someone's dessert that they put in the fridge, and it goes full Phoenix right because there's moments where both um, 
Yakami and uh, the younger attorney point their ha- point their fingers and shout objection in the Phoenix Wright style. <laughs> that's that's good. I also I also enjoyed. I did early on the mission where you um, infiltrate a Yakuza office under the pretenses of being there to repair the air conditioning. And there's a quick time event to like to <laughs> what you, they they pull you aside and they're like, hey, this radiator's not working, and you're like, uh, and you like you like punch it, and they're like, what are you doing? And you're like, uh, and there's a quick time event, and if you successfully do the quick time event, Yagami goes, look over there, and then knees the radiator really hard, and it starts working, and they're like, oh, you fixed it, great. <laughs> yeah. It- they like to play up that sometimes fists really do solve everything. Yeah. Um, so we'll definitely be talking more about about judgment in the future. I guess just with um, with Yakuza's rising popularity here in the States and the new direction the series is taking, I wanted to sort of take a minute and figure out like what the series means to us because it's becoming more and more things. They, they're diversifying it and I, I kind of want to get centered on like what i want from it what i expect from it you know mm-hmm. so uh, do you have go ahead i was just gonna say at least from these initial yakuza games and judgment something that i noticed that i kind of like is the evolution of kamarocho over the years like these games take place uh several decades apart and if, since it's since a lot of them take place in the same city, you can notice things like, oh, hey, the store closed down, or this entire part of the city is under reconstruction while they're working on certain things. And mm-hmm. it, it, it's nice to go around and be like, oh, yeah, the Don Quixote is still in the same corner it was back in the 80s, but uh, there's also this VR place that's right underneath the bowling alley, so that's new. And it adds to that sense of community in a way just because when you spend a significant amount of time in one place you you get to you treat that you treat the various places there and the, its inhabitants as family and mm-hmm. i feel like family is a pretty big theme in yakuza like even when even when they leave the even when they temporarily leave the various yakuza families they have their own friends that uh are pretty much with them thick and thin. Like, even Yagami himself in Judgment has uh, Kaito and a few others that are constantly hanging around. And uh, Kaito and Yagami practically live in that office. It's pretty great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, it's even to a point where I was I was playing Judgment and I was walking around, and, you know, there's random bits of, like, I guess... You, I, I can't tell what it's supposed to be, whether it's, like, you're seeing their thoughts or, like, their latest tweet or something... But you just get random thoughts from people sometimes. Um, and one of them was like, I can't believe the 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 um, batting center is still open. They should close it down. It's a ghost town. And there was a part of me that just flared up in anger. Like, do you know how much shit's gone down in that batting center? <laughs> I have a history with that batting center. That's my batting center. Yeah, and not to get into too many spoilers, but shit continues to go down at that batting center. Judgment. Hell Yeah. <laughs> God bless the batting center. <sighs> yeah. Uh, is there anything else you want to you want to hit on? I don't know. I I feel like like this is this is a little shorter than I expected, but this is we got we hit the stuff I wanted to hit, and and a little brevity isn't a bad thing sometimes. 
Yeah, um, I guess the other thing I really like about uh, the Yakuza games I've played, at least in terms of, uh, at least in terms of Zero and uh, Judgment, is the main characters. Even though they're they're treated as basically great people and they are the most impressive fighters ever, they are absolute goobers when it comes to just living a normal life, and they portray the protagonists awkwardness in a very relatable way sometimes like there's this bit where uh if you i basically took a um a character on a date into my apartment and one of the things we got into is oh yeah that pinball table in the corner i used i grew up playing pinball and i was like you know what i have my own space so it'd be nice to have a pinball table but I bought it and I don't have any place to put it, so getting in and out of the desk is kind of a pain, and I just play pinball for the most part on my phone, so I don't even know what I'm doing with this. (laughs) (laughs) And as someone who has a VR headset that I don't use very often, I can relate to that. (laughs) Yeah, I think we all have those things in in our lives. You know, I think I have a great note for us to end on. What is your favorite restaurant in Camarocho? Um, Hmm. We might have the same answer. If that's if that's true, that's okay. We don't need to have different answers. I know my answer. Probably the Wild Jackson. Uh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> Especially since, at least in my time with Jackson, in my time with uh, Judgment, uh, there's been a lot of uh, street toughs hanging out in front of the right? Wild Jackson. <laughs> yeah, I swear. I swear. Both in both in that and six, I swear there's some kind of like slider they turned up while like Wild Wild Jackson is more likely to have wild fellows because there's something going on. Yeah, and I enjoy getting wild in front of the Wild Jackson. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, it's great stuff. Um, love comments. I don't know. The other thing is, I really love the uh, the sushi place that's all the way to the like the sort of the south center, mm-hmm. um, where like it's just like the one chef who like you have a conversation with as you have the sushi. That's uh, been there through like most of the games um and it's just sort of nice to have this like like it feels like i keep checking in on this guy over over decades and i i really like that relationship so yeah i i also like the stand-up steakhouse which is apparently based on a real restaurant you can go to not only in japan but in new york and there's a series of side missions you do where you're interacting with the real life owner of this chain of steak restaurants and the way you find out he's the owner is because you strike up a conversation with him in front of the store and it pans out and he's making a face right next to a real life photo of his face. <laughs> oh, good games. Good games. All right. Well, this is our, this is our plug zone. Jennifer, if folks want to find you and your works upon this network, this worldwide network, where would they go to do that? I'm at JBU3 on Twitter. Um, most of my writing is on scanlinemedia.com, where most recently I published a review of Telling Lies, the uh, new FMV game from Sam Barlow. And uh, you can also find my podcast and uh, other work on patreon.com scanlinemedia, as well as readinggames.online for a show I do called Novel Not New with uh, Six Year and... Uh, M from Abnormal Mapping. Uh, and I'm at 6 Detmar on Twitter, S-A-X-D-E-T-T-M-A-R. And uh, my work is in basically all the exact same places, which makes this simpler. Um, 
Yeah, got a lot of got a lot of good stuff coming. We got a new show coming in a week or two here. That's exciting. Um, making a lot of make a lot of moves. If you are a person who just sort of checks in now and then, uh, this is this is a very busy time for us in the way that it'll be a busy time for you. You should check out all the stuff we're making. It's a it's a it's a great time out here. Um, thank you so much for listening, and peace out. Have a good one. <laughs>